Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The way the cartels run is that you have the bosses, but then you have people right underneath them. They're the everyday people. We were blessed for our personality that Chapo, Maya, Arturo, they, they really liked us. They liked us. They looked at us like their sons and treated us like family. But then the, the underlings, once it, like the right people under them, those are the people we could sit here like you mm-hmm. and tap it up and say, oh, this, whatever the case is. They were more ruthless than, yeah. than the bosses. Mm-hmm. They're a little more ruthless than the king. Like, I'll take my chance with the king. Yeah. And, he might be a little more understanding. Yeah, but, but they're the judges. You go and you beg, and, and, and depending on how, if they believe you or not, that's your fate. Yeah. There's a difference between being part of it and being in it. Mm-hmm. We were in it. Right. Curtis Fitzsimmons Jackson. And I'm Charlie Webster. And this is Surviving El Chapo. It's when she brought down the drug law. Pete had just been held hostage for over 20 days, handcuffed in a tiny room, starved and left for dead. He thought he would never see his twin brother Jay again. The kidnapping haunts Pete to this day, and he still suffers liver problems because of it. Jay managed to secure Pete's release just in the nick of time before it was too late for Pete. But what now? They just met the biggest drug lord in the world, El Chapo. If it were me, I'd pack it in, leave it all right there. 
But to be honest, it's not that easy to leave the light. It becomes your identity, and you start to forget who you are without it. Sometimes that vulnerability makes you hold on to what you know, even when it's not good for you. My brother and I never burned our names up when it came to like paying people back. That mattered a lot when shit hits a fan and you're kidnapped. You survived that. What happened next? Did you think about walking away from this or stopping this? Was that was that enough for you? No, I made a promise. Like, I'm going to find a way out. Like, I'm going to... Yeah. Because facing that... Facing that kind of reality of that life, like, everyone thinks it's not going to happen to them. Mm. If you believe that, that means you're not... You're still not, you know, at a level where with much importance, but eventually everyone in the life suffers some kind of a traumatic experience. That's how I'm gonna find a way to quit. I have to find a way out because that's not that I can't live with that much regret that I had a You were only twenty two. I was only twenty two and, and look what's happened to me and thinking about those regrets, like what would I regret? It started coming to to my mind a lot. What would I regret that I didn't do? You know, besides what I said about wanting to be a better man and wanting to give someone my best and putting my ego to the side and being vulnerable, like, you know, getting married. I said, I want to get married. Like, I'm in a real, in a church, I'm in a chapel somewhere. I want to, like, do everything correct. I want to at least know that my wife knew and I was a faithful husband and you know, I'd give her my best and that's what everyone else thinks, you know? Like, the people who matter to me. I want to be better at everything, a better brother. I want to. So, did anything on. change? Yeah, I think a lot of things changed. Like what? I got a little more serious about Liliana and trying to give her my best, putting my ego to the side. Like, I changed my relationships. It changed a lot of way of thinking, but it didn't change my business. The scenarios where we go through something instead of us getting like. Every time we say we're going to move away, we come back stronger. It's weird because it happened again. Peter healing afterwards was like, it was painful to watch. We would have to keep him in the room with the doors closed and all the lights off. And we would have to cover the little crack under the door because the light would hurt his eyes because he was blindfolded. He was just so weak. We didn't want my mother-in-law to see him. And <clears throat> we had to get him help, medical help, and just make sure that he was okay. And to this day, he still has liver problems. Thing. I just feel like this trauma that he went through, I feel like a piece of him died. And it breaks my heart because it just changed him so much.
Our life certainly changed in, in so many ways after that kidnapping. At first, we thought it was like, we probably felt like it was a blessing, believe it or not. The kidnapping. Mm -hmm. Because it elevated your business. No, it's like, now what? To us, like, we were already, like, scraping the ceiling of what you actually were capable of. I mean, what else could you do there, right? Still, no matter what, I think me and my brother were still us. Like, we could separate the business between who we were as, as people. What do you mean by that? Because you say that a lot. You say that you could, that you were still yourselves, you are still yourselves, you could separate these things. What do you mean? I feel like when it was business time, it was business time. Like, I was like this certain way, and maybe my percentage is the way I was. But when it was like, when that wasn't there, I was just normal. I never really considered myself to be a boss. Like, not a boss like that, like, I could boss people around a lot, and I could be bossy at times, I guess, but I never considered myself, like, I always looked at everybody as equal. As friends, equals, everyone. Peter came back and it was like, it was just all business. His mentality was, never again. So in a way, it was almost like the business and focusing on business was to create that power and protection and safety and actually protect Protection, safety. But it consumed him. Power. And maybe not ever be in a situation where we couldn't pay something. And it, could, it was this, like, again, this spiral, right? Going back into the cycle where it's just... I can understand that. That makes sense. Everything like he did was just business, business, business. Like he wouldn't stop. Like it just consumed him. Like it became his obsession. I feel like yeah. it helped him deal with his trauma, just like being consumed in his work. And that's the way he dealt with it. His mentality was like, they have to do more, they have to grow, they have to scale their business, they have to be bigger, they have to be better, they have to be this almost like state of perfection. He micromanaged everything and everybody. It wasn't about the drugs. It was about the business that I think he felt like it was his and this what we're supposed to do. And in his head, the only way we were going to be okay and be safe was and not have the problems that by being who we were. Now, you know, we went from being in that position to a couple of weeks later, like, now we're at the table with the biggest drug lords. And they love us. with that comes power and protection. Power and protection and celebrations and a life that no one could have dreamed of. 
He's in that situation where before it was like he was at someone's mercy, and now everyone's at, basically we say kissing our ass, basically. I'm not saying that they needed us, I'm just saying at that point, we're valuable. And people are like, I think it's hard for them to understand that. We are who we are, we understood who we were. You know, you and Pete both said to me that cartel life became very crazy. Yeah, like chaotic. I said in the beginning, I think falling into meeting your idols and doing business with them, getting the respect was everything. But with that came a lot of responsibility. I think our life changed drastically overnight. I know they were like always, you know, their business was always, you know, priority, but I think that it was just a lot and there was just so many new people around us and men and like just so much. Who's gonna protect us better than the biggest drug lords in the world? They welcomed us in with open arms. I still remember, you know, Miles saying, now no one touches you without my permission. It was like, you belong to them. It's like, no, we are them. In the Mecca of drug lords, in present time, the drug lords that, that we know about is Chapo Mayo. At that time, we were important to them. At that time, we had access to more drugs, I think, than anyone else because of who we were as in our personalities, how we carried ourselves. The vulnerable part of us was able to be able to do business with different bosses at the same time. And I think that was a turning point I think we recognize that just being there, like there ain't no one else there that's like us. We're the only ones. Becoming the biggest cocaine suppliers or distributors, biggest drug distributors for the Sinaloa cartel. After my kidnapping, like I came out a different person, you know? The dangers were real and it was like fear. Mexico is like a whole different world than Chicago. And like I looked at it in a whole different light. I came out like just like knowing exactly what I really wanted with all my heart. I remember just having those raw emotions in my heart, like in my inside of myself. Like I wanted just to be good to Vivi. Like I just wanted to try to be genuinely good to someone. Like I had someone that deserved that, my very best. We took a walk on the beach. Yeah, so we're taking long walks and I'm looking for the sea turtles and... I got them both my knees. 
and I say, you know, I explained to her how serious I was that I wanted to ask her to please be my wife and to spend the rest of her life with me, you know. And I remember, like, talking to her, like, I don't know how long that is, but whatever it is, you know, I want to spend it with you. And when she was like, I really, like, yeah, of course I will, you know, like, I was like, no, like, I really want to do this. And I remember we were, like, at their little moment there, and you know, under the stars and on the beach, and it felt like there was no one around. I remember us rushing back to the house and, like, going and call the wedding planner and looking at the calendar at the same time. Oh, we looked at the calendar and we're like, what's a good time? And we gave ourselves like a month and a, what? It was like a month and a couple mm -hmm. of days. So we're like, I think that's the day. Mm -hmm. That, like Saturday. And it was fun to like plan our wedding together. Getting married for like the new beginning for us was like really leaving all the past in the past. Like whatever happened before that was like behind us and that we're, you know, gonna you know, move on to something better, you know? And holding no scorecards, right? Like mm -hmm. just yeah. we're gonna start at zero. And give it a real chance. Yeah. Give it a real chance and like real chance to love each other and uh, to be there and commit to each other. I couldn't wait for the day. plans and about to go get married and there's a knock at the door. We were at our home at that time and everyone was at the hotel the day of the wedding. The makeup artist they just left. I was in the room. Peter, of course, was in the other room, and the employees were in the house. And there was a knock on the door, and I remember, I'm pretty sure the, the chef opened the door. And he comes, he's like, hey, Pete, there's cops here, you know? I was like, what? And he's like, there's cops here. He lets them in. They come in, and, and one of the cops is like the immigration agent that they worked like for the HOA of the subdivision, of the condominium, like where the houses were. You know, he took care of the lawn work and all that. And he comes in, and I see him. I recognize him. He worked as a at the airport as well. They come in, and it's like three or four of them at the time. And I see the, the main agent. They kind of like came in like, okay, we want to talk to you. And he's like, where were the federal police? And he has like a vanilla, you know, file folder. And he's like, look, man. Opens the file folder, and I see my wanted picture. 
like, what the fuck? I hear Peter and I hear his tone and mm-hmm. his voice. Like I can tell like just even with the door closed, like his tone and his voice. And I hear others speaking, but I hear Peter a little bit more angered in his tone. I peek out the door and I see, I see Peter there and I see the agents and I see the chef. And I see the folder and he has um, Peter and Jay's wanted photo. I'm like looking and I'm listening and I'm listening and the chef seen me and he's like, get back in the room, get back in the room. So I didn't waste no time. I grabbed like all the phones, all the phones were in, in the room. So I grabbed I was 50 phones. And I just started throwing them out the window and I propped myself on a vanity chair. So I had my big dress on. I was, we were ready to go. We were so ready to walk. I had my shoes on. My big princess ball gown. It was like multi-layered. It was so heavy. Like it was already heavy. I put it on and I'm just like running through the room with this heavy dress. I have my heels on and, and I'm just thinking, you know, about, I'm thinking, I gotta get rid of the phones and I gotta get rid of the ledgers. So I propped myself on the vanity chair and I was just throwing all the phones in the bush. We had like these huge bushes on the side of the house. And I'm just like putting, I'm like throwing the ledgers. I'm thinking like, should I rip the ledgers? What should I do? And I'm like, no, I can't do that either. And I'm like throwing everything out the window and I'm, I'm like, mind you, I'm like scared. I know either he was going to jail today or something bad was gonna happen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
It took 11 years to get to this sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. The main agent tells me, look, man, the U.S. government's on their way to come get you. I didn't understand that. It wasn't until, like, a little later that once we were discussing them that I didn't see that they had a convoy of trucks out there. Like, it was, like, 40 trucks. Like, I'm thinking it's four guys coming in, like, you're out your mind. I didn't see that until afterwards that they already had the house, like, kind of surrounded, and... They're there to, you know, either lock me up mm-hmm. or start me. They're going to leave with something. He's like, look at man. Look, I'm telling you right now, you, you're going back to the United States. The feds are coming for you. The marshals are coming for you. And then he shows me the phone and he's like an unavailable caller ID, you know? And I was like, that's them calling me. And I'm like, okay, so what do you want? Why are you telling me this? What, what do you want to do? What do you want, man? Just tell me what you want. I'm like, now we're kind of like back and forth. Like, you're here. Obviously, you're, you know, you're ready to do something. What do you want? I believe he tells me, you know, like a million and a half dollars. In my head, I'm thinking like, I don't have a million dollars right here. And I said, you know today's my wedding day. Like, you obviously know that. I'm stressed, though. And I'm sad at the same time. It's like the worst thing that could ever happen. Like all our families there, all this family. And here we're gonna go with this nightmare. And I remember telling him, look man, I can't give you a million and a half dollars right now. I said, I got some money. You know, I got a lot of expenses. Take what I have to give you right now, which was like $300,000 or $250,000, $200,000, whatever it was. I said, I could give you that. I said, and uh, I'm going to keep the rest of my to make my expenses for my wedding. If you're patient, I could give you the rest of the money. And right away, he was like, I could see him kind of get a little comfortable. I think, okay, we're, we do have a payday coming regardless. Yeah, like, look at the marshals are calling me, they're calling me, you know? And now it's like our tone's a little more like, well, what do you want to do at all? You know? Because you're wasting my time, you know? And he was like, you can't give me more money as I can. I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, take what I'm offering you and let me go and 
enjoy my wedding, man. I said, we've planned this day for a long time, and my wife's upstairs. Don't ruin this day for me. And he was like, willing, like cooperating. He was like, and he's looking at the other agent, and he's like, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, how long would you need to get all the money? I'm like, man, give me a couple days. Let me enjoy, let me get through this weekend, and and now we could talk, you know? I said, but what's the guarantee that you're not going to take me? Like, man, if I wanted to take you, you would have been gone already. But he's like, I'll tell you what. I'll take a phone from you. And my guarantee is that. And if you have any trouble, I'm going to help you. If I know that they're coming, I'm going to get rid of them. I was like, that's fair. I keep thinking, like, can I get away still, you know? I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm getting away. 20, 30 federal police trucks. And remember, I'm, we live, like, on the beach, and there's hotels next to me. I'm thinking, like, can I get down the beach and, like, get away? And it was like, I already kind of have them there, so it was like, hey, don't worry, I'm, we're fixing it. Don't worry, just relax. My dream, my new dream, till like I just got married, was like shattered, you know, like this. I remember just grabbing the money, just giving to him like that, just here's the money, man. And them just like smiling with their eyes at it, you know, like, like these greedy bastards. And just, Kind of like, okay, now hurry, you know, get the fuck out of here. You know? I was mortified yeah. that if something were to happen when everybody's there. Yeah, it was scary. Did you think about canceling it? Because What's also no. crossing my mind is that you've got everyone in one place, mm-hmm. so they could take you all out. I did, but I didn't. Like, I wasn't going to let that ruin this day for me no more. Like, I felt like if they wanted to take me, they'd take me. But I could tell you again, the greed in them, like, they wanted the money. This is common in Mexico. Like, that's what they do. They're working for somebody there. They're not doing it out of, you know, the right thing to do. We did have a beautiful, a beautiful wedding and, Our you know, a beautiful, beautiful celebration. Just the whole, just all the days that everyone was, you know, we're all together and just celebrating each other and, you know, celebrating with our family and our family, like, truly happy for us. And then it was like, we had this thing, this over our head the whole time. I remember just like, like really like talking myself through to just let that go and just have a good time. And thinking about just seeing her walk down, like come around the corner and help you for that. It broke me, like I was emotional, right? And this is someone I want to spend the rest of my life with, someone that means the world to me, you know? And such a like beautiful moment. Like, those moments of 
of joy are like truly like magnified because of so much ugly and bad moments in our life. I had to go pick up my phones and clean up. We were late, though. Yeah, we yeah. had to get the phones and my the, the ledgers. And then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, thank goodness I didn't rip the ledgers because that was all that they he, they had to all their accounting. So it was like one event, like right after another. It was it was a wedding. And now I have to move all my family from our town and oh, this is crazy, man. And you see the pattern, like we couldn't even, we couldn't celebrate our, our marriage. We couldn't honeymoon. It was just like this ugly pattern of ups and downs for us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com.
It was clear that the authorities knew exactly where the Flores family lived. So to avoid detection and further extortion, the entire family picked up and moved their lives to a different part of Mexico. This happened a lot. At times, they had to just drop everything and leave at a moment's notice with food in the fridge and clothes left in the dryer. The only thing they would take is family photos so that they couldn't be identified. It did help that money wasn't really an issue for the twins. The kidnapping might have been hard mentally, but it was a blessing for the business. Jay's unexpected meeting meant that the twins were now dealing directly with Chapo himself. But first, Pete had to meet the man that gave the order to kidnap him. What was the first impression when you met Chapo? I was starstruck. I was nervous. I felt intimidated, like, you know, because you never know. You know, part of me was, like, comfortable. And, like, I wasn't that aware, but I had just been released from my kidnapping. So it was really like, well, I know they're not going to kill me. They want to kill me. They would have killed me. I kind of felt that, but I was still, like, a little bit on edge. And everything makes you on edge when you're there, you know? It's like, they got all these guns and stuff for a reason. I'm a fugitive. And I'm thinking, like, man, something happens here. I'm here. I'm, I'm done. So many things could go wrong. You know, one bad conversation or one bad disagreement. They say he started a war that killed thousands of people over someone not shaking his hand. So... And one of our first ever, like, main direct deals we ever did with the people, I'm like, literally, we meet Maya Sambala, we meet Chapo, we're all sitting down. There's a bunch of, like, our old connects there. Uh-huh. So, I remember sitting there and, like, feeling nervous. I'm telling Maya Sambala, man, you might like, say something to you? Mm-hmm. I just got up, like, you might like, talk to you real quick? I want to say something to you. Like, yeah, tell me. Like, look, man, we've been in business for a long time together, you know? Mm. Maybe not directly, but through other people. Unfortunately, events led me to this path. Right? Mm. I just want the chance to be able to work directly with you without no middleman, without nobody putting my life in danger. Right. He laughs. Like, I, I remember Peter said, I want to be responsible for my own life. Yeah, for my own life. So he said, he laughed. He's like, you know what? You've earned it. You got that coming. Like, from now on, you're my people. Like I, I want everyone to know you're my people. Mm-hmm. They mess with you, they mess with me. You're, like, you're going to get whatever I give, whatever I sell the kilos for, I'm going to give them to you. The same price I give them to my main people. Right. And just like that, like I got 500 something kilos. You want them? And we were picking up 500 kilos like an hour and a half later. <laughs> okay? And remember, but before we left, I said, hold on, hold on. I don't think I could pay for these right now. Right. He lies, like, don't worry about it. Your word's good enough. We start a relationship. I remember Mario Sambala, like, one of the first meetings. He's like, I heard about you guys, and I didn't want to meet you. Like, I was expecting some six-foot-tall, ugly, dark <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was scared. Like, I, I ain't gonna meet them. What if they shoot me? How tall are you? I'm 5'7". We're both 5'7". I'm with Mario Sambala which is 
for a lot of people don't know is the head of the Sinaloa cartel along with Chapo. He's been the boss for the last 40 years. And he's never been arrested. He's the man. Mayo is still the head of the Sinaloa cartel. He's still never been caught. He's currently in hiding, and the reward for his capture was recently tripled to a $15 million bounty. While Chapo was only ever referred to as Dad and Daddy, Mayo and Beltran were known as Aunt or Uncle. He and Chapo would often meet with the twins in Gulican, and they became like family. When I traveled to Gulican, I traveled with a school bag big school bag with all my books that we had for the ledgers. last three years, my ledgers. So like a rucksack? A regular backpack that I was going to school. Like mm-hmm. like students? Kids. Like students. And our notebooks were like school notebooks. So you recorded we every have, single thing you did in ledgers? There had to be these 30 notebooks. And they were heavy. Like, you know, it was heavy. Mayo greets me with a the narco handshake. What's the narco handshake? Yeah. And at first yeah. I was like, what? So it's not, yeah. That's a handshake. That's a hug and a pat on the back. Then another handshake. It has to be like that. Okay. You do that. You do that a million times. All day. Okay. You do this in a row. Mm-hmm. And listen, if there's 20, 30 of them, pat in the back. If there's 20, 30, or you could do it on your side. You're gonna do it to everyone. Every single one. And at like, first, I was like, like, I was like how many times you pat on the back? Is it like two, two, two times? Two, two times. Yeah, like a little dabs. Like, and then at first, it doesn't have to be that hard. My brother just wants to kind of put I his hands on me. It's a nice, like, gentle. You know, it's like they do it like a bunch of times. But I've seen like regularly, like maybe older gentlemen do it to each other. And what's weird is that you do this so many times. At first, I was like, give me the dabs, okay. All right, so right. some, you know, other ball, times okay, we'll okay. be like, hey, pound it, or like you do this. The Mexican handshake was. That was like your typical when we were younger in Mexico. So like a kind handshake. of half handshake, a, a pull a, and then a fist. It's pull and a fist. Yeah. And chocala. They'll tell you chocala. Chocala means crash it. All right. Okay. Like a fist bump. Jay learned a very quick lesson in how important the handshake is to the Sinaloa cartel bosses when he went to meet Mayo. It means so much more than just a hug a handshake, and a few gentle pats on the back. And, you know, I'm somewhere in the mountains of Durango somewhere, and Mayo, he had like 30, 40 guys with him. I'm a little bit on a hill, and he's at the bottom of the hill, and there's a stream, you know, light stream, you know, rocks. He has a boot in the stream, and he has the other one on top of the rock. He's like, hey, Quate, come on, come, you know. He's like always hey, come, having like a little paddle in yeah, the street. Yeah, come down. Yeah. Don't worry, you could buy new clothes or you get dirty. They always would joke about that. I come and as I'm coming down, you know, I see familiar faces, I don't know all their names. I shook three or four people's hand. Marco Handshake and Mayo, he's there, like across the stream. And they're all like right here. And, Right there, like on each like side. Surrounding, surrounding him, but like the side of the street. Yeah, like kind of listening to him talk. And there's guys a little bit farther out. 
I'm like, hey, what's up, whatever. Like, you know, greeting. Like, if you come into a club and everyone knows you, like. But we're in the damn mountaintops with a bunch of drug lords, right? I made the mistake of saying, well, he's important when I come to give everybody's hands back. So I must have done three or four, and there's like 12 more here, and probably 10 more. I go straight through the stream, through rocks. And I went to greet him, and he like. Straight to Maya. To Maya, and he looks at me. He doesn't give me a shake. He kind of grabs my hand. He says, My friends are not important enough. I'm like, Sir, I thought about it. I'm sorry, I just wanted to greet you first. He said, Here, we're all the same. And I said, Please, I said, I apologize in Spanish. It's like, Don't worry, don't worry. He sent me back. Shake everybody's hand. They're like, Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Like, it's okay in there. I went and shook everybody's hand. It took me like probably seven minutes. He just watched me. Once I got to him, he shook my hand and when I went to that one, he gave me a good hug. He's like, how are you? You know, and he's hugging me tight. Like, how are you? I'm like, I'm good, sir, I'm good. Always sir, no sir, yes sir. He was like, where's your brother at? Like, I'm like, yeah, you know him. And they'll be like, you, you know, they'll call him kiss ass. Like, yeah, you know him, he's with his wife. There's a, a time where we were all invited, you know, during the first meeting that, hey, you guys want to hey, join this orgy? And literally, when line up 50 women and be like, which they were? I was like, I'm sorry, man, but, you know, I'm, I'm married. He's like, he started laughing. Like, you're a better man than I am. Like, I'm married too, like two or three times. And he just laughed. But I think, like, no matter what, they respected that point of view. We're not going to, like, change our our ways because, you know, the man was there, you know? Or even if he offered me a, a line of coke or, and I, I, I don't do drugs, you know? We're going to skip that part. They respected us to the point where if we said no, we said no. They're okay with that. Chapo ended up giving me a, calling me one day. He said, listen, I really, really respect you guys and everything you guys do. And, you know, I have my son who I want to send to you. And I want you to teach him, you know, show him. I want my sons to, like, be like you guys, like the businessmen you guys are. That was, like, the biggest compliment ever. Like, he said he wants his son to be like me. And I'm like, wow, well, yes, sir. Like, whatever you want, yeah. He says, so I'm going to send them to you. Just do me a favor. Help him out. Show him, explain to him, you know, so he understands the business better. And just do me one favor. Just one favor. I said, yes, sir. He said, whatever you do, just don't, don't burn him up. He uses the word gamma. Gamma means burn. Burn him up, meaning do not let people know that he's in the drug business. Like, keep it quiet. Keep it between us. He was a bad businessman. Everything was for his advantage. I remember I even would tell him, like, how much money are you going to make off this? Like, he knows who his father is. He would just use it to advantage. And I think I used to tell him all the time. I got so comfortable where I used to tell him, like, that's not the way you're going to do business. I felt like 
was not turning back. The point of no return. I just remember him always saying, it's okay, we're safe now. You don't have to worry, we're safe now. And I used to be like, are we? Jay is a fugitive. So every time we would fly, it was always, you know, nerve-wracking, even though we had different IDs, different identities. When I got to Culiacan for the first time, I remember Jay saying that someone was there, they're gonna pick us up. And they came in with military and they came to get us and they got our bags and walked us to the car and made sure that we were good. The crazy thing is, is that day, like I felt, I never felt more safe in my life. I thought that we would be fine, like nothing ever was gonna put us in harm's way. And I think after that day, that experience, I felt like I kind of was okay with it. All I wanted was, all I cared about was like safety and stability. And it kind of just made me feel better. I think we're sitting here and I just, it's hard going back to those times and just thinking about who we were then and who we are today. In hindsight, right, things don't make sense or we don't even understand, like, how do we make certain decisions? That goes for anyone, I think. If good or bad. What time that the bosses were like, telling JMP that they couldn't just move around the city on their own or me and Viv couldn't just move freely around and go to the mall or go to the store. I used to wonder like, why, you know, why are all these men outside? Why are they out there all night? What's going on? Are we safe? And Jay would be like, that's what they're here for. And I'm like, but I don't understand. And he was like, well, you just don't realize who we are. I think that Jay tried to make everything seem normal, Jay and Peter. At first, they disregarded the bosses and there was a situation where, like, we would go four-wheeling a lot on the ATVs. And then that day, me and Viv, we didn't go. And Jay went. There was, like, maybe 30 guys that went up to the, to the mountains. I know that day I was really scared because Jay came back and said that they had a situation while they were four-wheeling and they ran into another group of armed men. He said that 
we just can't move around the city the way that we move anymore because like something could happen to us. It took us a while to adjust to the rules, accustomed to that life. There's a lot of us that thing. I actually took my son with me. He loved four wheeling and you know, and the side by side. He just loved it and how old was he at the time? Two. Two. Did it not cross your mind that you might be putting him in a dangerous situation or was it just normal? I guess I should have known a little bit better. A bunch of armed men came to meet us, and not in a nice way. What are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm here, you know, we're forwarding. He was like, hey, listen, who are you with? Like, who are these people? You guys are about to die. And the guy made a phone call. I guess the right person happened to like pick up and he said He's from the twins from the States. He was like, yes. And he was like put me on the phone with their boss and he like he wants to talk to me. It was it was a scary situation. He was like Listen, like we get it. You might not know, but don't you ever come up here again like that without letting someone know. We could have killed you. And if I would have killed you right now, then it would have been my ass. He was upset about that. I would have had problems because you come up, you know, what it's... So you didn't realize that you were protecting. He was upset. I didn't think about those things. I'm thinking I still could be a regular person, but even being a regular person, right? Like, I'm associated, I guess, with people that don't they know are part of that life or whatever the case is and I don't realize it you know because it's new territory for me right there's so many of those like learning experiences what's big over there is traveling in groups right you know armed men and you have to like let people know you have to check in so if you check in, it's almost like once you check in, they know that you're to do with yeah, the so, cartel, so, they so they'll give you because you checked in the, where the locations are. Yeah, and they'll give you a code. They'll be like, say that you work for this company. It could be a company. It could be like, I work for Coca-Cola. Which one? I work the one in, in you know in Mexico City. They'll, they'll tell you a code, and when you tell that code to whoever has you, it's their obligation to call back and check in. Like, hey, we have this guy here that. Says he works at Coca-Cola in Mexico City. Or it could be like Kodak, it could be whatever it was at the time, it switches. In general. In general, general motors. And then they check with the cartel and the cartel go, yeah. Yeah, they have fun, yeah. Yeah, they work for us yeah. and then that's it, that's the end of that. Yeah. So Some, because you didn't check it and you didn't have... You know, we didn't want to put ourselves in that situation. I would never ever like use it because I didn't want like law enforcement to know that we were part of that organization. And I'd rather just try to like talk my way out of it or just like, you know, bribe them, you know, just on my own. 
still remember one time where it was like a situation where I wasn't gonna be able to get out of it. And we were two cars and they pulled us over. And the cop, and he knew me. Like, he would see me, because, you know, again, same thing that happens back in the States. When I, early on, you have all these nice cars. You don't belong there. So it was like getting constantly, like, pulled over. And they're looking for, you know, for, like, you know, you give them something, some money, you know, payoff. It was one of the situations where, like, I'm not even going to, like, I see how many cops there are. I, I know who's with me. I'm like, I jump off the car and said, like, oh, listen, I work for the, for the Kodak company. They looked at me and he said, which one? And I'm like, Mexico City. And he was like, his eyes lit up like, you do? His boss was like, no, I need to double check. And he came back and said, oh, I apologize. Where are you going? I'm like, we're going to dinner. We have a whatever. Like, where is Corcho? There are three main cartels that operate in Mexico, and Sinaloa is the largest one. Collectively, more than three million local Mexicans rely on the cartels to earn a living, including as private security to those who need it. We decided to go to the cop fights. We have special seats right in the front row. I have to go to the restroom. So I get up, so I'm gonna go to the restroom. The cops see me get up off the chair and they literally come down with the rifle. And they stop and I look at him, I'm like, he said, where are you going? I'm like, to the restroom. They're like, come on, let's go. And go take a piss, like, Let's go. And they literally went and stood next to me. And these are police officers. I use the restroom. And I washed my hands. And I was like, you're not helping me right here. And he's like, why not? Because you're burning me up. Like, I was telling him, you're... He said, no. We got to make sure you're good. And they escorted me back down to the road. One chapel compadre actually owned the seats, and I guess they'll tell him, like, you know, my friend's gonna be there, like, you better keep an eye on him, make sure he's okay. And that just became normal, I guess. Personal bodyguards were only one part of the way the cartel provided security. There was another way, a deadlier way headed by a man known as Rambo. The cartel has different people who do different things, and his job was to carrios. His job was to kill. And he was the one in charge of the team of hitmen. He was actually a prison guard to help Chapo escape the first time. And he was the most vicious craziest person I think I've ever met, but at the same time, he was really nice to us. We would call him Rambo. I mean, I guess you can understand why we call him Rambo. Yep, I've seen the films. 
And uh, Val used to be so mad. She used to be like, I can't believe. She's like, oh, he turned my stomach just because he was just so ruthless. He loved me and my brother. I gave him his first house as a gift for him and his family. And we would do stuff like that. He would cry. And like literally cry, shed tears. I remember Jay inviting him to my son's birthday party. And I just was like, what is he doing here? And he ended up bringing his family. And I would just get so spooked, like my stomach would turn when I would see him. I'm like, Jay, I'm sorry. Like, I just cannot understand how he can sit here with his family after knowing like all the stuff that he did. It just was so bothersome to me. If you sat there and you watched him, you would never know. And I think that was the scary part. What did he look like? He looked like a Mexican version, working class Sergeant Slaughter. Do you know who that is? He's bald, you know, like he was going bald, you know, with the hair here. Big, big, big mustache. So like, yeah, mustache. Kind of tall, right? Like a medium build. You know, I get a call one day. My phone's ringing and it's Rambo. And I'm like, yeah, hello. He's like, hey, by any chance, do you know a guy named Noel Flacco? I'm like, yeah, I do. Why? He said, oh, you're so, this is so good that you know him because he just approached me. He knew my name that you called me. And I asked him, how did you know? And he said, the twin described you. It has to be you. He's your friend? Man, he's a really good friend of mine. I'm not sure what your situation. Oh, that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Don't worry about it. We'll make sure he's he's okay. And here he wants to talk to you. I remember him calling, like, hey, thank you so much. Like, thank you. I really appreciate that. He calls me the next day. He said, yo, Bamboo is, is crazy. I'm like, well, I wonder what he did. So Rambo comes sees me two days later. He said, we went up there and, and he's crying, you know, he's slapping the guy around with his gun, you know, like, and I'm just like, we're here to take care of business. And he said, he has him and five other guys, you know, tied up. And I don't go to play games, you know? And I took out my gun and I just, <laughs> He said, blood everywhere, splatter, whatever. He said, let's go. And he'd be like, they want to be fucking around. Like, we're, I'm, I'm going to fuck around. And I'm like, you did what? And he'll say this calmly, like. As if it was a little thing. Not a big deal. The twins were some of the only people who would be able to stop a killing from going ahead. They often had to use that power to save their friends. As for Lupe, Jay and Pete later found out that he and his sons were kidnapped one New Year's Eve. Lupe had to then sign over all their properties to Chapo. In exchange, the cartel let his sons go. Lupe, though, was killed under Chapo's order. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. With the protection of the cartel, Pete and Jay were able to safely grow their business, continuing to do deals and make even more money. We're working on a, on a business deal. We're actually sending pseudoephedrine from China to Mexico. And we had the people, um, our associates that were out of town, come in and it was kind of taking long and they were getting a little bit like, you know, impatient, bored. And our relationship with them was to sit down and actually like chit chat, right? Talk, ideas, you know, dinner. This law was going to like, I think we're looking to profit maybe $80 million. Of course, we were paying special attention to them. I guess it being the city closed in, you know, like we didn't like to travel because like, at that time it was uh, hot, what they considered the government was like putting checkpoints so we'd avoid those like going to the street for anything we'd lock ourselves in at home which we were okay with but they were not okay with so we have a place in Cancun and they said okay let's go to Cancun you know we could just go chill over there 
We cover the plane to get ready. We have actually a jet. And this usually transports money for emergencies from anywhere in Mexico and, and we'll send it back to Chicago. Just in case like we needed uh, like money to make a payment like really fast. For whatever reason, they said it was a good idea for us to go private. Because, you know, you stand out, right? So we said, okay, we'll just jump on a commercial plane. We'll all go separate. I'm going to learn my lesson now. I didn't like telling people what we were doing because then people knew, like, oh, you're going to travel. By chance, Chapo's cousin called and said, hey, I need you guys. I need one of you to come take care of some business or whatever. And we're like, we're about to leave our family to Cancun. He's like, what? I told you guys. You cannot just travel. You need to call and check in. There's a big old military operation going on. If you guys go to that airport, you are not coming back. They know the business. They know how to maneuver. We're learning it. We're learning it. We're like, wow, we didn't know we were going to just fly into a trap. We're like, okay, thanks. So we decided to change our plans. They decided to shift their getaway from Cancun to the luxurious private resort island of Punta Mita, the same place where Pete and Viv got married. They hadn't visited for two years. We had left that city because the Mexican government had found out that we were there and we already had paid a bribe. To the Mexican government? Yes. So you used to pay bribes to the Mexican government? Yes, we would pay bribes for our business, but, but not for us. And the problem is that they found out who we were and they tried to extort us. And we didn't want to get the organization involved because I knew it wasn't going to end well. So instead, we just cut off ties. We left the home we, we owned there. We just left. We just picked up and left and left everything there. We actually just left our personal belongings. It's just, you know, whatever clothes, make sure we didn't leave no picture behind it. Left the house. Our workers packed up a couple of bags and that was it. And the house is under someone's name. We just like, hey, don't even look into it. You know, it's going to get seized or something. Something's not going to come off it because now they know. Because I suppose you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't ever sell a house. Because if you did, it I mean, Well, once the government knows that you own the property, nothing good is going to come from it. They're going to follow the trail where, where, you know, where that money went, who sold it. So we ended up leaving our, our beach house. It was right on the beaches. It was our little getaway. You know, we had left there 2005. So now we're 2007. All right, let's go to the beach. We're going to go back to that same area. It's okay, we won't come on. It's not a big deal. There's a bunch of us, a bunch of my workers, probably 25 of us. And a couple of our associates and their families, we decided to go to the beach. And we had a, we would rent this a really big villa right on the beach. It was expensive. It was like probably four or $5,000 a day or something. I'm not sure. The day after we arrived, you know, we're hanging out in the pool and stuff. Our friends, our associates decided that they were lonely. They wanted entertainment. I was so tired that day. I was tired. 
And I said, I told my brother, I said, I'm not going out, I'm tired. I'm gonna go ahead and just lay down. I ended up falling asleep. That wakes me up. Hey, you know, Peter's saying for me to wake you up and he's saying that they want, you know, they want to go to the strip club. And I'm like, all right, time to go, have fun. Like, why don't you want to go to the strip club? I said, I'm tired. She's like, oh, I want to go. I'm like, okay, then go with them. <laughs> you know, I'm going to stay here. I'm already like sleeping. And she was like, oh, you, you know, you just, just don't want to go because we're, it's, you know, us going, whatever the case is. No. So that kind of made me, all right, let's go. It was like 1.32. Got up, got dressed, got ready. And usually we would take someone with us, you know, stay, sit outside. And since it was late, everyone's already kind of tired. We're like, it's okay. It's late. We're going to go. We're thinking they're going to pick up a couple of girls and it's going to be easy. I have a, a couple of guys with me and it's our friends. It's four of them, me, Peter, Valenby. When we get to strip club, the security notices us. Where you guys been? Which is kind of odd. Like, we kind of just burst it off, like, whatever. What, was in they recognized? Yeah, and... Uh, from being there before? Yeah, from, we actually we lived there, so... Uh, they, right, so, so you, you, you know, you. yeah, you make yeah. a lot of noise, you know, just yeah. your presence there, they start seeing you, you, you look different. We go into strip club, they get us a table, and they order drinks. Um, we're sitting at, at a table, you know, of course. So they start, you know, asking for girls and stuff. I noticed that there was a guy at the bar. He kept kind of looking over. He had a hat, just looking over at us. He turned to my brother and said, hey, he tell me, hey, did you see dude? He doesn't stop looking. And like, I know, and I'm like, could it be that they're looking at Val and Vivi? Because... There's the only women there, practically, other than the girls that work there. We're like, probably, but like, he gave me a bad vibe, like really bad one. And he kept looking. I'm, I'm more keeping an eye at him than anything else. I tell Val, and she's like, that's so weird. He is, because I'll be like, look at him. He's going to stare, he's going to stare. And she asked me, like, do you want to leave? And I didn't want to be that person, I guess, that was just like, okay. And I was like, nah, it's fine. He gets up probably 30 minutes later, 40 minutes later, walks past his way, but he actually came kind of really close by. He's like, takes a look at us, like up and down. You know, I kind of follow him. I'm thinking he's going to the restroom. You know, I, he, I lose his sight. He had like this little like khaki hat. And uh, white complected, and he walks out. He's gone. Not a big deal. Maybe 25, 30 minutes pass. You know, I'm, I'm losing track of time there because we're in strip club, you know? I don't drink or anything like that at the time, so I'm just, you know, having a good time with the people that are there. And next you know, we just hear bangs. Like a lot of bangs. Before we could even like react, they had guns to our head. 
Stay tuned on Surviving El Chapo, the twins who brought down the drug war. Surviving El Chapo, the twins who brought down a drug lord, is hosted by Curtis 50 Cent Jackson and me, Charlie Webster. Our producers are myself alongside Jackson McLennan. Research and editorial support is from Casey Hertz. Edit and sound design by Nico Palella. Original score by Ryan Sorensen. Executive produced by Curtis 50 Cent Jackson and myself, Charlie Webster. If you'd like to know more about this story, head over to lionsgatesound.com. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson presents a Lionsgate Sound and G-Unit audio production exclusively for iHeart Podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.